the time and the bible records that he came with skill to understand now it's important that when we get in scriptures to have understanding because a lot of times we found ourselves you know being taught yet we are lost so understanding is key jesus christ himself in the book of luke 24 45 opened the minds of the disciples and the bible says to understand scriptures of course and the bible tells us proverbs 4 7 that wisdom is the principal thing and yes. in all thy getting get yes, understanding definitely yes, psalms 119 open my eyes mm. it's my prayer that as we going through the scriptures may god open our eyes amen so the purpose of the of the book basically um to sum it all up um it was a warning against two key things false teaching and apostasy um i think false teaching we all know that it's quite popular but apostasy is turning your back on god and now he also encourages us to 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 build ourselves in the most holy faith now that's the book two things false teaching it's a warning against false teaching and those who turn their backs on god what we need to know is that there is a great punishment for this two type of people for false teachers and for people who knew the truth and decided to turn their backs on god there is a great punishment for these two people amen so can we just go straight into the scripture reading um from we know it's just one chapter so from one you can just start reading woman of god okay yeah i think you can start with one and two it's just a greeting one and two yeah, yeah. <laughs> just a greeting yeah okay jude a servant of jesus christ and a brother of james to those who have been called who are loved in god the father mm. and kept for jesus christ yeah mercy peace and love be yours in abundance amen we can go to three it's just a greeting from him amen. okay the title says the doom and the sin and doom of ungodly people amen. dear friends although i was eager to write to you about the salvation we share i felt compelled to write and urge you to contend for the faith okay. that was once entrusted for all god's holy people it's quite interesting mm. that he wanted to write about something yeah. jude wanted to write about what they have in common which is salvation which is the joy of the lord which is faith which is you know all these things wrapped around jesus christ but now there's a turn all of a the sudden there's a turn he doesn't write about that anymore now he speaks about something else can we just continue for for certain individuals whose condemnation was written about long ago have secretly slipped in among you yo your danger he wanted to write about salvation about what we you know have in common all of a sudden he's warning the church that there are certain people who've slipped inside of you remember he was writing this book to the jewish christians these are no strangers these are christians yet he's awakening them that they're sleeping there's something that's crept in the church and you're not aware i would love to speak about what we share in common sure. i want to do that it's beautiful mm. i want us to speak about hymns psalms songs salvation but something is happening in the church but you know what as i was studying this name my apologies for interjecting no problem, no problem. i yeah. when i whenever i study scripture i use whatever translation like a lot of translations yeah. and yeah. in comparison some translation says that they've infiltrated infiltrated our ranks they have crept in stealthily and you know what stealth is you gain entrance secretly yeah, in and silence. they've crept in unnoticed yeah, yeah. they have come in unobserved there's a translation that says that they have wormed their way into your in. church mm. you can mm. continue amen sir. and remember this is a church that's alive mm. this is a church that's alive this is a church that worships i remember one day i was talking to some people i was like what makes us vigilant what 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 makes us what awakens us because it's funny how even people who are so soaked in prayer find themselves falling what awakens us let's go back to three three he says let's contend yeah for the faith now i'm sure a lot of people want to know how do we contend for this faith one we can just write down whoever can hear one it's important to know the truth mm. We pray without 
the truth. It's important to be driven by scriptures. The Bible says faith comes by hearing. Hearing. Nothing else. Not by praying, but hearing the word. So one, we have to study scriptures. Joshua 1.8. Mm. Joshua 1.8. We have to study scriptures. Two, we have to grow personally with Christ. We ha- Peter says, Apostle Peter says in the book of Second Peter 3.18, mm-hmm. grow in grace and in the knowledge of Christ. Grow in grace and in the knowledge of Christ. So we have to have a personal re- relationship or grow personally. Number three, we have to be unified as a church. We have to be unified as a church. In the book of John 17.22, Jesus Christ says, the glory that you have given me I have given them so that they may be one as we are one. So now these people find themselves in a situation where scoffers are creeping in. Now this could also be a sign of they are not united. This could be a sign that they are not even growing personally with Christ. This could be a sign that whatever they are doing are not based on scriptures. Mm. Amen. Sure. May we continue to 5, chapter 5. Okay. Verse 5 says, Though you already know all this, I want, to, I want to remind you that the Lord at one time delivered his people out of Egypt, but later destroyed those who did not believe. Mm. And the angels who did not keep their positions of authority, but abandoned their proper dwelling, these he has kept in darkness, bound with everlasting chains for judgment on the great day. You can stop at 7, eh? In a similar way, Sodom and Gomorrah and the surrounding towns gave themselves up to sexual immorality Mm. and perversion. They serve as an example of those who suffer the punishment of eternal fire. Wow. Now what Jude is doing here is he is taking us back to certain events Mm -hmm. that happened. He's speaking about the fallen angels. He's speaking about Sodom and Gomorrah. He's speaking about the Israelites who were delivered, yet they complained on the way. Now, what Jude is telling us is that, yes, God is love, but don't forget he's a consuming fire. Mm. When we read about a king called Manasseh, Manasseh was Ezekiel's son. He became a king after Ezekiel. Ezekiel, the Bible says Ezekiel did right because in the temple they were worshipping foreign gods. But when Ezekiel took reign, he corrected everything. The Bible says he sanctified the place. For about 16 days, they were sanctifying the place. And God was pleased with him. His son took after him. When his son took after, he went and did exactly what the previous kings before his father did. He reintroduced all these foreign gods and all these weird things. Listen to what the Bible says. God was angry with him. God was angry with him. The Bible says the wrath of God fell upon him. It fell upon him. What am I saying about this thing? Is that he is love. But he's got another side that we don't talk about. He loves us, yes. But he's got a side where he get, he's, he's got a wrath. The Bible says in Deuteronomy, he is a consuming fire, not just love. So now what he's doing, Jude, now here is he is now taking us back to what God has done. Remember what God did to Sodom and Gomorrah. We can find that story in the book of Genesis 19, 1 to 29. 2, the fallen angels. 2 Peter 2, 4. 3, the Israelites were delivered. Nehemiah, Numbers 14, 26 to 39. Now he's reminding them that these are the results of being disobedient, rebellious, apostasy, false teaching. May we continue? Let's just continue, man of God. In the very same way, on the strength From of their eight dreams. To, 8 to 13, okay. please. In the very same way, on the strength of their dreams, these ungodly people pollute their own bodies. One. Mm-hmm. One. Remember, when we started, we said this book speaks about two main things. False teachers, apostasy. Now he's exposing these people. Can we start again that verse? In the very same way, on the strength of their dreams, these ungodly people pollute their own bodies. They pollute their bodies. Reject authority. They reject authority. And heap abuse on celestial beings. On celestial beings. They slander celestial beings. Hmm. 
But even the archangel Michael, when he was disputing with the devil about the body of Moses, Moses. did not himself dare to condemn him for slander, but said, the mm. Lord rebuke you. Mm-hmm. Yet these people slander whatever they do not understand. Mm. And the very things they do understand by instinct, mm. as irrational animals do, will destroy them. Woe to them. They have taken the way of Cain. They have rushed for profit to ba- into Balaam's error. Mm. And they have been destroyed in Korah's rebellion. Mm. These people are blemishes at your love feasts, eating with you without the slightest quarrel. Sure. Shepherds who feed only themselves. Yo. They are clouds without mm. rain, blown along by the wind, autumn trees without fruit and uprooted, twice dead. Wow. wow. Because Jude is warning us against false teachers, he gives us signs of how they are or how they present themselves. One, he says, they pollute their bodies. What do they do? They consume possibly alcohol, fornication, adultery. They dirtify the temple of God. Number two, they reject authority. They always want to be right. They don't take no stories from anyone. They don't take advice. It's their word or their highway. Three, they slander celestial beings. What this means is basically they badmouth the Holy Spirit. So they do the opposite of what the Holy Spirit does. The word teaches us this. They just twist it. I always said the devil never created nothing. He was created himself. But all he does is he takes the word of God and just twists it. So this man, the Bible says, they also just take the word of God and they twist it. They badmouth the Holy Spirit. Number four, they are rebellious. They are rebellious. Number five, lastly, they feed themselves. They are never concerned about the church, but they feed themselves. It's about wealth. It's about building empires. It's about gaining power and, you know, favor and all those things. So he is exposing us to this kind of people. Since what he's warning us about these people who've crept inside of the church, in the church, and they are right in the church. I was saying this thing, Second Peter chapter 3 verse uh, from verse 9 going down it speaks about no second peter chapter 3 from verse 1 going down it speaks about scoffers now i always say this this thing and say scoffers are not strangers to the gospel scoffers are people who know the gospel now what they come and they what they come and do is they convince you otherwise now they come and convince you that hey man we've been waiting for jesus where is he you know we've been waiting for uh, for this is oh, you've been crying for healing you're not being healed what's happening deliverance what's happening the word is not changing you what's going on now they scoff us they're in the church judy's speaking about those people who are inside the church not outside they are right in church so we could be a church together like this yet you are thinking otherwise that how can i make money out of these people how can i convince them otherwise how can i make them follow me how can i make them fear me how can i do all those things so those are scoffers that peter also as judy's saying peter already had warned us about this thing in the book of in his book book of peter second peter chapter 2 so he warned us already about this people may we go to jude 14 and 15 only all right verse 14 enoch the seventh from adam prophesied about them see the lord is coming with thousands upon thousands of his holy ones mm. to judge mm. everyone mm. and to convict all of them yes. of all the ungodly acts they have committed in their ungodliness yeah. and of all the defiant words ungodly sinners have spoken against him against him judy's warning us that don't forget jesus is coming don't sit comfortable jesus is coming do not forget mm. peter says now that we are waiting for this day what kind of people ought we to be he says holy living holy lives so judy is saying don't forget jesus is coming be vigilant be awakened yeah. be warned that these people are amongst you don't allow them to deceive you mm. now why is he warning us about these two things i think i must speak a bit about apostasy now when you follow a false teacher that means you are turning your back on God. Of course. It's not just you walking out and deciding to just neglect the gospel. But when you follow these false teachers, so there's a link between these two people, mm. false teachers and those who turn their backs. Mm. So if you accept a teaching from a false teacher, you are turning your back on the real teacher who's sure. God. Yeah. So Jude is warning us, be awakened. Christ is coming. Peter says, 
Peter says, he is, the way we count patient is not the way he sees it. He just says, him being slow means he's just patient with us because he doesn't want anyone to perish. Oh God loves us so much. He doesn't want us to perish. Like He warns us every day. Every time you wake up, I say, it's either it's an opportunity to do right or it's a chance to continue stretching or preaching the gospel. So Jude is saying, don't forget guys, Jesus is coming. Forget about these people. He is coming very soon. May we continue to 17 and 19. Verse 17, 17 eh? to 19, okay. yeah. But dear friends, remember what the apostles, what the apostles of our Lord Jesus Christ foretold. Remember what we said. Mm -hmm. He was just repeating what the apostles have been teaching, saying warning, mm -hmm. you know. So he's repeating that again. They said to you, in the last times, there will be scoffers who will follow their own ungodly oh, desires. Didn't Peter speak about scoffers? Blatantly so, he wrote scoffers in, in his book. He said scoffers. These are the people who divide you. you one. They divide the mm. church. Who follow mere natural instincts and do not have the spirit. Yo. Yo. If I believe these people don't follow the spirit. <laughs> so they follow their own desires. They follow what's in their mind. They follow what they want. They do as they please. But they come across as servants of god the bible says the devil roars like a lion mm. he is not a lion but he roars meaning mm. when he roars without thinking about it you think it's god because he sounds like a lion he sounds the sound is but until you are alert and vigilant you'll realize no but this is not god but he sounds like a lion i always say it's like me making a, 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 a sound of a cow I could be so good that with you, whether you see me or not, you'd be able to tell that, but hey, it really sounds like a, mm. it really sounds like a cow. It is a cow. But until you realize and see that, no, but it's not a cow, man. Same thing applies with him. He roars like a lion. He sounds like a lion. So you could be hearing his voice, thinking you're hearing God. So now these people, these people are like that. They come across like they are sent by Christ. They come across like they are sent by God. Listen, mm. the devil wants to be worshipped like God. Yeah. He doesn't want to be worshipped like, you know, de the devil. He wants to be worshipped like God. That's why now we've got churches that lift their hands, they cry, they dance, they jump, they lie down on their bellies, face down, and just to little do we know, they even, they worshipping the devil. So, that's the setup he's doing. He's coming across like a lion now. And people are falling for these things. Judy's warning us against those people that they'll come they are scoffers they are amongst you they've been with you all of a the sudden they are taking glory to themselves or for themselves they are pleasing their bodies their flesh they are controlled uh, Romans 8 8 they are controlled by the flesh they are controlled and the Bible says they who are controlled by the flesh will never please God amen 20 and 23 but you dear friends by building yourselves up in your most holy faith and praying in the Holy Spirit. But you, he says now you, you, this is what you need to do, you. Be careful, be vigilant, be alert, be awakened and do this. Keep yourselves in God's love as you wait for the mercy of our Lord Jesus Christ to bring you to eternal life. Mm. Be merciful to those who doubt. Save others by snatching them from the fire. Sure. To others show mercy mixed with fear, hating even the clothing stained by corrupt flesh. Save them from the fire. What fire? Of false teachers. Save them from the fire of hell. Of false teachers. Now, as I was saying in the beginning, he brings an alert or an alarm to us that guys... The apostles have spoken about these things. The apostles have told us about the last days. It's funny that it's right before Revelations, this book. Mm. You know, he, he's teaching us that, remember what the apostles taught us. They told us about these things that are going to come in the last days. They warned us. They helped us to be alert. They, built, they helped us build our faith. Do not forget the teachings. But we found ourselves in a situation where these people walked into church. Doesn't this relate to us today? Where we have got people we've been with forever.
people we thought and judged as matured people in the Lord, people we thought that, wow, yeah. prayer warriors, strong people in the Lord, all of a the sudden, they start a church and they're worshipping the devil. But they look like they're worshipping God. This relates with us. So this is a, an awakening to us as a church today. That be alert, be awakened. When, as I said, I'm learning this thing and I pray to God to, to, to help me understand this thing. I'm getting to learn that prayer doesn't make us alert. Prayer builds our relationship with God. It doesn't, it doesn't make us alert. Hmm. Prayer is a gateway for God to intervene. But it doesn't make us alert for some reason. And I've been reading and even studying lives of a lot of people, even today. People who are prayer warriors, yet in the blink of an eye, they fall to the tricks of the devil. But they've been prayerful. Now he says, know the truth. Know the truth, the foundation, the fundamental of the truth, which is the word of God. The word of God builds us. It gives us muscle. It gives us stamina to know, to descend whether this is of God. Remember, there's a prophetess who prophets the, 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 the apostles that you, this, 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 this. She's right. She, she's accurately right. But it was not the spirit of God. And they had to descend that, but this is not of God. Yes, she's right. But this is not of God. So this is the time we're in. We're in the last, the very last circle time. We need to be awakened as a church religion has gotten into the church so much that it's arresting us it has become a stronghold where we are so used to the things of god and that is a gateway to scoff us praise the lord it is 35 minutes after the hour of eight o'clock you know as as you were speaking there are a lot of things that are just running through my mind and yeah my spirit is very much grieved because like you are saying especially touching on the issue of prayer i was having a conversation with with some lady during the course of the week and she says Mbali, are you aware that you always tell us get into the word get into the word yeah. get into the word yeah. get into the word and a lot of times which is unfortunately a mistake that a lot of ministers make mm. they think Prayer covers up zonkizi, yeah, you understand. Yeah, but yeah. you need to get into the word. Right. And I always tell people that you will never ever be able to discern mm. something that's yes. false if you, false or yeah. counterfeit if you don't know the original. You will never be able to do that. Yes. You understand? And unfortunately, like they say that the scripture tells us that these people have infiltrated their way. Sure. Like They've oh. wormed their way, way which in. means well, there's an element of not being alert Let. that has taken place mm. within the within the church. Mm. Mm. Number three, until we understand that our lives must be centered around Christ, yes. that our lives must be centered around the word, yeah. we are going to keep falling into these things. Yeah. You understand? Yeah. Yeah. And like you were telling me during the week, like you were saying now that the devil comes like mm, a lion. Mm, mm. And uh, sometimes, and I'm saying this from experience because yeah. it was something that happened now recently yeah. that you will be praying, oh mm. Lord, please, please say, yeah. like yeah. Lord. And then the enemy brings something that looks like what you were praying for. Mm. And if you are not alert, and if you are not in the yeah. word, you will not be able to discern. Yeah. I'm reminded of Jesus Christ uh, when he was fasting. Um, remember, he was tempted. Mm. Jesus Christ could have easily fallen for that. Yeah. You know, but he knew it wasn't the right time, and the way it was coming wasn't right. The devil was <coughs> promised him all the glory, all the kingdoms, all this, all those things, you know. But Jesus knew the right time was gonna come. He had to be alert yeah. to know that, you know. In as much as he was God, he was human also. He had to be alert to know that, you know, this is not of God, and I cannot fall for this. So, Mudimaratus, to be vigilant. We we, we, we we are falling into a deep sleep as a church. We are falling into a deep, deep, deep sleep. And it pained me. It pained me that this guy hates the gospel because of a church. Hates the gospel passionately. He did not even give me a chance to continue. He's like, I don't want to hear nothing. And funny nicks. 
Don't tell me about that person. I don't, because of a church. Because of a church. We need to be awakened. You we know, need to be awakened. When you mentioned Ezekiel. Yeah. I'm not sure of the chapter, but in the beginning of the book of Ezekiel. Yeah. There is something that, that God shows Ezekiel mm. and says, go into the temple. And, and the, way, the way it's written is such that there, there was another portion of that particular temple where these, these leaders and all of these priests and everything, they were doing, doing all of these abominable yeah. things mm. within that particular place. Mm. And it's so unfortunate that a lot of people, they love, they love, they love titles. Yeah. And they don't understand that judgment is going to come first <laughs> upon them yeah because yeah, i was telling yeah. i was calling out a particular minister one time and i said to him you you came you visited us in church right and i made an example of my past i'm saying you listen to him preach say there were 50 people in church on that particular day and from beginning to the end everything sounds like it's right everything but there's an element of this deception here and there oh he was just blatantly lying to us as the church do you understand that the pastor would have toyed with 50 souls, souls. and they have to account for 50 souls may god may god help us there's this particular i'm going to read it from this note that i made there's this particular scripture in also in the book of jude but from this translation it says that they are not servants of god they are trying to change God's true message. Whoa. They teach that we can only do any bad things that they want to do. Mm. They say that God will be kind and he will forgive us for all those bad things. In that way, they do not accept the authority of Jesus yes. Christ, only our master. And the guy that I was interviewing before you came said, ask the question rather, are you ignoring what God is saying? Because what if, if say for example, right now, I tell you switch off your mic and you decide to keep it on you are not you are ignoring what i'm telling you yeah. you understand what i'm saying yeah. and that is a lot a lot of what we are doing we know the scriptures mm -hmm. right mm -hmm. but we choose not to apply it for some odd reason mm -hmm. and we we want to conform we want to fit in mm -hmm. we want to, to hey we want to be known mm -hmm. you understand and the tale of truth has no friends yeah. Yeah. at all i want us to take a short song by Donnie McClarkin and Marvin and Cece Winans would stand. Because at the end of the day, after we have done everything, it's important for us to remain standing. And then we will wrap up. Stay blessed. The best online radio station, Civic FM. Follow us on Twitter at Civic FM. Tell me what do you do When you've done all you can and it seems like it's never enough, no. <laughs> oh, tell me, what do you say when so-called friends turn away? You're all alone, all alone, all alone. Tell me, what do you give when you've given your all and it Seems like you can't make it through. That's right. Well, you just stand when there's nothing left to do. You just stand. Watch the Lord see you through. After you've done all you can, you just. Shoot!
Radio station Civic FM. Follow us on Twitter at Civic FM. You look for someone to help you through. They weren't there. Follow us on Facebook on Civic FM. As Donnie McLaughlin featuring Marvin and CC Winans with Stand. I personally love this particular rendition of the song because the backing vocalists, that choir and Jay is doing the most. It is. 10 minutes before the hour of 9 o'clock, we have been speaking on the book of Jude. And I'm not even going to lie, my spirit is very much grieved at this particular point in time. But God will help us. Any closing comments, Fundis? Um, I, I, I really want to emphasize on, on, on this thing of how to identify those people. Because we, we keep falling prey. You know, it's important. I don't know whether we, we you know, we playing a blind eye or we're just being ignorant or we willingly follow these people i want to emphasize on this thing again as jude spoke one they pollute their yeah. bodies come on i don't know how we should explain this thing they pollute their bodies 
I had a an ex-friend um, who's a pastor. I had to, you know, excommunicate him out of my life because of the things that he chose to do. Um, this man is a pastor and he's running a church. And one time we were traveling to another province, and and I asked him. I'm like, man, there's just something weird about you. I was just being honest with him. There's just something weird and the people you associate with. What happened to you? What's wrong? You know? And on the way, he didn't answer me. It took him a while to get back to me. I even I had even forgotten about what I was talking about and he said to me, I sold my soul to the devil. What should I do? This is a pastor who's running a church. He's running a church with members tells me I sold my soul to the devil there's nothing else I can do but to deceive people to steal their money to sleep with them and to do all those things and this person slept with every single female in the church from the mothers to their kids their kids kids he slept he's running a church so they pollute their bodies let's not be ignorant Let's not be ignorant. Once a pastor approaches you and wants to sleep with you, that means he does it with others or to others. Be careful. The Bible says they pollute their bodies. Two, they reject authority. They don't listen to the truth of the gospel. No. It's their word or no other word. So please be vigilant. They reject authority. If you come to them and say the word of God says in the book of don't don't and they say no I say that's rejecting authority number three they badmouth the Holy Spirit they are not controlled or they don't of the Holy Ghost but it's from their mind whatever they do their mind whatever their mind tells them is right it's right whether it's scriptural or not they do that that grieves the Holy Spirit so it's bad mouth in the Holy Spirit. When the Holy Sp- when, the, when the Spirit of God says one, and you say two, that's rebelling against Him. Lastly, they feed themselves. They feed themselves. Listen, offering in church is good. We have to offer. We have to, whether we like it or not, we must tithe and offer. But they have got a system. These people have got a different system. Of how they take offering from people they promise you heaven and earth they tell you whoever gives this much will have a house they will have this they will have that they sound good they sound good yes we want all these things but that's not the way of God that's not the way of God no it's wrong so we have to be awakened as a church we should not have fear be bold we have been given the spirit of boldness to be bold to speak against these people once said in church when I was speaking about the book of Jude that you know there's some preachers that I even know who do all these funny things. I know them. And I said to this when I to the church, I'm like, I pray to God to help me one day to boldly come stand and speak about those people. Because Jude exposes how they work already. There are no names attached, yes, but he's telling us this is what they do. If you see this, run away from them. And it's my prayer that one day, because people are being deceived, people are dying. People are being, you know, removed from God, from the presence of God. Why can't we just blatantly point at these people and tell them, this person is wrong. It's time that we do that. We cannot look at the church, go down, and keep quiet. The ship is sinking. We are quiet as a church. We're quiet. No, let these people be exposed. Some of them, we know them right here in Bloemfontein. We know them. And by the, by the power of the Holy Spirit, we will expose them. So that people may come to the knowledge of the truth, not their knowledge. So we need to be awakened as a church. We need to be awakened. Yes, some of them, they use certain spirits to make people fall asleep and follow them. Yes, there's some men I know that who went to Nigeria and went and got a black soap. Every night at 12, he washes with this black soap. As soon as he walks in church, people fall because of those spirits. Some are under spells. We understand, we know. But we need to awaken the church. We need to awaken the church. We will not keep quiet for as long as we have the truth. They would rather hate you. This is not the time where you need to be liked. We don't care about being liked or loved by whoever. No. This is the time where God is raising a young army who will make all those great preachers uncomfortable with the truth of God. A lot of them God has elevated. 
and put up there. They forgot God once they were up there. So it's time that we, as the young people, the generation of now, awake the church with the truth of the gospel. Someone once told me this. Someone once told me uh, that, you know, every time you preach, hey, let me recollect, you know, you know, without sounding, sounding arrogant. My point is that it is the truth that shakes people. Don't tickle people. That time is gone where we're going to excite people that, yeah, you're going to have a car, you're going to have a house. No, 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 no. Have a relationship with God. All those things will come. Teach about the truth of the gospel. Everything. He says, seek me first. All those things will come. They'll follow. Highly Hunter, those things are not even necessary. Those things won't even get you to heaven. You know, it's just bonuses, just things to, you know, make us happy. But he says, what, what's the point of gaining all these things? Yet lose your soul. What's the point of gaining all those things? So priority first, let's go to the truth. The truth of the gospel will awaken the church. The Bible says that, Paul says, I'm so confident, I like that word, I'm so confident in the gospel, for it is the power of God unto the gospel. It's the power of God unto salvation. So it is time, the church, we go back to the basics, the truth of the gospel. We are done with, you will have 15 wives, you will have 10 husbands, you will have mansions. And we, that's not the time we are in right now. We are in the end times. We need to be awakened. We are in the end times. Every time you must remember, every time a preacher preaches, it is a trumpet that sounds. It is a trumpet. The things we are sitting waiting for, a trumpet that will come on the final day. Yes, the final trumpet will come, but the trumpet is sounding now. The trumpet is sounding every time you hear the true gospel. It's a trumpet from heaven sounding in your ear. So let's be awakened, church. Let's be awakened. Let's be vigilant. Be alert. See these people. Notice them. Pray for them and confront them. Be honest with them because some of them, they need you to walk up to them and tell them that what you are doing is wrong. The Holy Spirit of God will deal with them, but be honest with them that this is wrong, my brother. This is not right, my sister. You are misleading people. You are leading people to hell instead of God. I always say, yes, the church won't take you to heaven, but it leads you. It shows you the way to heaven. So we cannot be a church and show people the way to hell. You know, it, 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 it's weird. It, I, I, I heard one preacher, one preacher say, you know, the most painful thing is, is, is uh, um, going to hell via church. Yo. That struck me big time. Going to hell via church. And that's what's happening. A lot of us are going to hell, but through church. Not through a tavern. Through church. We are being, dece we are being deceived in the church. We are turning our backs against God. Jude warns us of these things. Jude warns us of these things. That be alert. The apostles have already spoken about all these things. They've warned you. I'm going to warn you for the last time. I'm just going to remind you what all of them said. They said all these things in the last days and in the end times. We need to be awakened. Let's go back to the gospel. Let's go back to the word of God. Let's go. We can all pray, but not with the truth of the gospel. People pray. People will tell you, they don't even know the word. So that doesn't bring that, as I said. People pray. They go get drunk the following morning. They wake up and, yo. Hey, I prayed, I prayed. No, no. The word of God, the fundamental of the gospel, which is the word of God, that will liberate us. That will awaken us. That will open our eyes to see false teaching and help us not to turn our backs on God. May God help us in the last days. May God help us in the last days. These are the end times. The Bible says in the book of Proverbs, um, Proverbs... 1025. May we just kindly go okay, just kindly read it for me, please. Proverbs 1025. Lastly. Okay. Proverbs chapter 10. 25. Which is also NIV. Yeah. Okay. Proverbs chapter 10, verse 25. When the storm has swept by, the wicked are gone. But the righteous stand firm forever. I love that. The righteous stand firm forever. May we go to the book of Matthew 24, 13. The righteous in this whole storm, in, in this whole things that are happening where preachers who are fake now are, are rising up and the Bible says only the righteous will stand firm. 
Matthew 24 verse 13 says, But the one who stands firm to the end will be saved. The one who stands firm to the end will be saved. May God give us his Holy Spirit to help us stand firm to the end. We are almost at the end. Jesus is coming. Jesus is coming. We are almost at the end. At the, at the end. Let's be awakened. Let's be vigilant for Jesus is coming very soon. Holy Spirit help us. Help us stand firm to the end. It's only through him. The Bible says he's the one who's able to keep us from stumbling. We can try everything and everything, but without the Holy Spirit, it's called self-righteousness. May he help us stand and be righteous to the end. And for he says, only they, only they shall be saved. We are saved now, but we are not safe. We can lose it, but only they who stand firm to the end shall be saved. Amen. First Corinthians chapter 9 verse 27 says, I'm reading from the Amplified Bible Classic Edition. It says, But like a boxer, I buffet my body, handle it roughly, discipline it by hardships, and subdue it for fear that after proclaiming to others the gospel and things pertaining to it, I myself should become unfit, mm. not stand the test, mm. be unapproved and rejected as a counterfeit. Mm. That is my biggest fear. Mm. But 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 mm. but we pray. I'd like to take this opportunity to actually pray before yeah. I actually close the show and all yeah. of that. Because there's someone somewhere out there who needed to hear this message. You know, as I w I always tell this to people in my circle that you know some I could write a book about the battles that one has to fight before coming on air yeah. to give you a message yes. and we pray that you don't harden your heart this morning but i'd really just like us to take an op this opportunity to pray for not only those who have listened to this and will listen to this and will watch but for all those people out there who are sitting in such places and mm they they are not even aware yeah, that they are being yeah. deceived yes. mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Sure. It's father we pray in the name of jesus we thank you for your word oh god for your word is truth your word is sharper than any double-edged sword my god yes. father we pray that you may open our eyes lord jesus that we may see everything that you freely give us oh god Father, we pray that you may grant us a desire, an insatiable desire to seek your face and to live according to your word, O oh God. For you tell us in scripture that we should not conform to the standards of this world, O oh God. We pray in the name of Jesus that you may open our eyes, grant us a discerning spirit, O oh Jesus, so that we can see, so that we can see and do according to your word, O oh God. Father, I pray for each and every minister, whether they minister through song, whether they minister, whatever means that they minister unto your people, oh God. I pray, Lord God, that their hearts may be turned back to you, oh God. Grant them repentant spirits, oh Jesus. And I pray in the mighty name of Jesus Christ for all the churches, oh God, not only in Bloemfontein, but worldwide, Lord Jesus Christ, that you may expose my God, all those ministers that are not of you, O oh God, for the sake of your people, Lord Jesus Christ, for the sake of their salvation, Lord God, in the name of Jesus Christ. Father God, I pray, Lord Jesus, that even those, my God, who will be entering into crucial points of their lives, O oh God, that you may sharpen their understanding, give them a discerning spirit, O oh Lord, in order for them to be able to walk and to live according to your word, O oh God. Father, we do not want to find ourselves being disqualified after having preached to, may, to many nations, O oh Lord. Deliver your people, O oh Lord. Grant them a discerning spirit, Lord Jesus Christ. Hear our cry, O oh God, in the name of Jesus. We thank you for having carried us, O oh Lord. In the mighty name of Jesus Christ, we pray. Amen. 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 Thank you, Holy Spirit.
It is time for me to go. A very big thank you for having choose, chosen Reintroducing Christ. And Mufundisi, thank you very much. Thank you thank very you much so for much. your availability. You so May thank God you bless you abundantly. Amen. We we know we thank know so it's much. it's never easy, but yeah. we we yeah. thank God for your obedience and we pray that the Lord may bless and extend and make you fruitful indeed. Yeah. And thank to so each much. and every guest that has honored every invitation that we've extended here on Reintroducing Christ from January till today, I pray that that God really blesses you and may he really uh, um, enlarge, in your, enlarge your territory. And to those who have worked with us behind the scenes and all of that, may God really bless you abundantly. For people who have been, been praying with and for me when doing this show, may God bless you abundantly. People know, people know that it's not, it's not easy. It's not easy. It's not easy at all. Having to touch controversial issues, things that people don't want to hear, being attacked after your show and all of those things. But we bless the Lord that we are still standing. This is Reintroducing Christ. My name is Mbali Mashia. We shall meet again next week on the 9th of, uh, next year on the 9th of January, 2022. I pray that you may use this period to dwell into the word and to Ask God to prepare you for next year because like I said, you cannot plan for 2022 in 2022. I'm going to close off with a song by Psalmist Sifago with Sometimes It Takes a Mountain and we shall meet again. Have yourself a blessed Sunday. Sometimes it takes a distance